0: Best hip hop style. Okay, so why is that an award though? So DJ Khalid what French Montana? <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> the phone is dropped. Wait, wait drop. Wait, lads, the phone has dropped. Lasses, the phone is on the floor. I just picked it up. Wait, literally.
1: We're back. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Lurt The Stands. You are here today with your host, Eads McKenzie and- Nicholas Terrell. And Shopper. And it has been a very busy week um, in terms of music, um, in terms of everything for me, to be honest. Um, how are you guys doing? Um, I'm okay, thanks. Uh, it has been a
0: really busy week, but um, throughout the week, I've definitely taken more time to catch up on sleep. <laughs> so I went to bed at like nine on Monday, which is unprecedented for me and I was still late for work on Tuesday, which shows how <laughs> tired my body actually really was, but it felt beautiful and I'm looking so forward to my time off in November, um, where I'll be going away so I can literally not wait to just sleep, like literally just sleep, turn away from the world and not answer emails for a week, so it'll be really great. But how are you? I know you said you had a busy week, how's Shoppe? how's everyone, how's the room?
1: I am suffering from some kind of cold or something. Um, I, was, I thought last week I was just really tired. Um, as I said on the mic, I have been drinking a lot of coffee and stuff. Um, and obviously life has been a bit hectic for me, but I am definitely coming down with something because this morning was a mission. Getting here <laughs> getting here for me in terms of being physically fit was a mission. And I kept wondering why I was missing gym. Um, I usually go like three times a week, but yeah, I'm here. Mm. Hopefully it's not audible. I don't think I have a blocked nose or anything, but I'm here. Was it a
0: really bad cold? Because I remember like I had one two weeks ago and it went around my office and stuff. I think a lot of people are going through that seasonal transition kind of thing and getting cold. I
1: think it's the beginnings of one. Um, And I think I've heard of quite a few people actually say that they have like cold like symptoms or something like that. So maybe it's something going around. Um, Maybe it's just stress of living in the UK at the moment Um, (laughs) (laughs) with um, Brexit Brexit and everything. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's me. Shopee? I'm fine good cool um so yeah should we get on with the episode let's start with the episode um shoppe do you want to do your thing
2: um so we're gonna do what we've been listening to for the last week i have one song um meriba stay true check it out on colors great song
1: meriba is that the one you tweeted from our account yes okay so if you want to see that um what Shoppe just described if you go to our um, twitter account d-a-t-s-p-o-d um, and you'll find um shoppe shared a link on there from our account um just listen to the colours um I don't know if you listen to her projects or anything in the past shop
2: uh she has an album out called the jungle is the only way which I did um listen to a few times, but I don't have an, enough just to, to comment or review as you will but um she's cool okay she's cool i'm okay. gonna um check it out hopefully a bit more properly this week in the coming week in addition to the new stuff from Robert Glasper um, whose album is on first listen amazing but I don't want to say too much and all you Nick Nog's overrated that's on my Walker album it's just it's one long song but you know I'll let you have it that's your song is great
1: oh okay that's fair enough I'm actually going to bring that as one of my listens but Nick do you want to um.
0: So this week, um, as of yesterday, Wale released, I believe it's his sixth studio album yep. called Wow, That's Crazy. Um, I'm so proud of him for having a top 30 hit on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh-huh. Um, with Jeremiah called On Chill so really proud for him because he's been struggling with his sound and his kind of um, his place in hip-hop and music for years now so he's been in loads of transitions I believe he's signed to Warner now and um, he actually yeah Warner Records and he has more than just an artist role there I believe and he's just really coming into his own now and on, I've listened to this about four times, this album is 15 songs long, 54 minutes. Um, I would say it's quite strong, but the song that I really wanna highlight, um, because I think I still, like Shope just said, need to listen and digest a bit more to give more nuanced opinion, but with, song that i really liked was a posse cut called routine he reunites with his mmg brothers both rick cross and um, meek mill this sounds like a step back into 2012 from the beats which sounds akin to like meek mill's dream chasers um maybe dream chasers 2 um that kind of sound so it's like it's a real step back into the old mmg days when all was signed to it and i actually ironically said back in the time when while i was signed to mmg that he doesn't fit there because his sound is um obviously, Uh, it caters to a different type of sound to the likes of what um, Meek Mill and Rick Ross kind of spew, release, all that kind of stuff. And I think MMG just don't know how to deal with... More deeper forms of hip hop that talk about a bit more societal topics, um, political topics, racial topics, etc. Um, which is where Wale sits. I also think Wale had an issue with over explaining himself a lot of the time through his lyricism, and it just was a lot—too many words, too little beats—to kind of get those words in. So I think that's where he found his issues. But I think this album, on first first kind of few listens is quite strong, one of his strongest ones that I've heard. But I think this song in particular, the routine song with um all three artists on there, is a real posse cut. And um I know posse cuts are conventionally like four artists long, but I'm gonna call it a posse cut. And I feel um yeah, I just feel like it's a really strong a strong sentiment that they're all still friends, like post all the label and business stuff that they're all still friends and all still really support each other. I know Meek definitely tweeted about the album and I know um, Rick Ross shows support all the time. So yeah, Wale, I'm really proud of him and I hope this album um, over time does a strong amount in terms of consumption um, just for his core audience. and more wider audience who may even still be getting to know him um, via his visibility with his single. So yeah, that's Wale, really glad he's back and I'm really glad he seems to be in a really happy place. So um, shout out to him. I also listened
1: to- Sorry Nick, can I just add to that? Um, I was going to say, but I didn't want to interrupt you with the Wale album. I've just started it as well. Um, But I also take into consideration, I really appreciate the fact that he's spoken about like bipolar um, and some of the mental health um, issues that he's gone through as well. Mm -hmm. And in light of Mental Health Day, which was, um, I want to say yesterday or the day before, um, I still think it's very (coughs) important that these artists are commenting on where they are. Um, And I know we spoke to Steph about that and the way that the industry works and stuff. (coughs) But it's nice to hear that artists can audibly say that they've been going through things. So I just wanted to add to that.
0: No, I definitely think you're completely right in having like said that. And I think Wale is one of those artists that are very um, transparent with their situation and what's what they're going through and stuff like that. So it's really kind of nice to hear him say that and talk about that as well as other themes on the album too. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Wale and I hope he's just having a great time and I hope this rollout for him uh, makes him feel content with just the product that he's released because he's worked hard on it and you can tell. So um, I went back to Two Chains. Rap will go to the league, um, and I listened to NCAA, and I just love. I've always said this about Two Chains. I love how he sounds on records. I just love his voice and his accent and his cadence and stuff like that. I just think he's a really. Um, interesting rapper to listen to he isn't the deepest there's not like so much substance all the time if the ironically if you're going to get the most substance it is on rap or go to the league to be honest but he's very intelligent um he just became a um co-sponsor i believe in uh at atlanta festival and music conference so um, i'm really happy for him on the business front but yeah ncaa um i just love how he glides through the production i love what he's talking about um, and I really love rap or go to the league. It is one of my favorite albums of the year. And I think it will make my favorite um, albums of the year list if I even do one, but it's definitely one I've kept going back to throughout the year within in the last quarter and I'm still going back to it. Um, I'm really happy for 2 Chains in this era of his career. It's really, it's a really strong one for him. So yeah, shout out to him. Those are the two songs. It's been a really busy week of recovery to be honest for me, so um, I haven't listened to a lot of music, but um yeah, those are my two song suggestions. Uh and I'll throw it over to Eden now. Cool.
1: And I just want to commend Nick again cuz someone's playing drums in the background, but you managed to it again, man. So well done for that. <laughs> Um, for me, it's been a fairly quiet week in terms of music. Um, I feel like I'm going to go into Summer Walker. Um, I wasn't really going to comment it because st- I still kind of feel like <clears throat> I'm unsure about it. But for now, I'm liking it. Um, and I, I agree with what Chope said about it being one long song. But I do like that because I can find her voice quite monotone and um, it seems to drag a bit in some areas. But the fact that the songs are quite short covers that. So you get into the melody of the song and then it doesn't feel like it's overdone by the end of it or the middle part of it. Um, so this album in particular has around, I wanna say 16 songs, 18 songs, sorry. And it's about 48 minutes in length. So that kind of tells you how long each song is a, is around. Um, I'm i enjoying some of it. I think previously um, <clears throat> Nick said last week about uh, someone needs to be careful she doesn't become a sample artist. Um, like Tory Lanes, for example, where she just uses samples to cover her up for a lack of songwriting or a lack of beats, um, and we get an example of this on Playing Games, where she um, she doesn't really sample the song, but she uses um, some of the lyrics from Destiny Child's um, Say My Name, um, and then you've got the Usher song where they collaborated on um, Come Through, where they use um, You Make Me Wanna. Yeah, you make me wanna. Yeah, you make me wanna. Um, and yeah so she's got to be careful with that but in terms of loving the album so far i'm really enjoying it um over it got me in my feels when i first started it and oh, it's like dear. am i really too much to handle i was like rah like okay so we're there um <laughs> so we're there but i'm really enjoying the project um i'm gonna see what happens next week uh, but so far really enjoying it Next project, I'm gonna to come to you with 808 Inc. And to be honest, I, I don't think this project is made for me, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> like personally, I just don't think it's made for me, but I do like two songs on it. So I'm just gonna shout out, um Last Train to Bigger Dance, which I tweeted from our Vera account. Um, you did, yeah. And not tweeted, sorry. <laughs> Got a fix. It's already in our language. Veroed. Like, I, I, oh, I, I, Veroed. Yeah. I don't know. What, what, what's the word? So I shared. Ve- yeah, I shared on my Vero account. On our Vera account, D-A-T-S-P-O-D, sorry. And also I enjoy um, Frank Lucas as well, which features A O H armor So if you don't know who um, 808 Inc are, they're a duo group um, of a producer and a rapper. And they've been around for a while. They're from um, london i want yeah southeast london yeah um and it consists of AoH Armor and mumbles um and yeah they've been around for a while i'll definitely suggest them if you're into producing albums so if you like um production um i wouldn't say it's it's mostly production but the focus of their sound seems to be production um so check them out uh i would really recommend their music so let us know what you think at d-a-t-s-p-o-d and then lastly um do i have a lastly Lastly, I'm going to come to you with Jack James. So I'm just going to oh, come to you cool. with a song called 4am. So I saw the visuals tweet on the timeline, which are being recorded by Ray Fiasco. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ray Fiasco is a UK um, videographer. He's made a few videos. I don't know them off the top of my head. He reminds me of Frank Ocean on this song, like some of the lyrics and the way that he sings. Um, if you listen to his longer notes, I think it was intentional that um, he kind of sounded like Frank and just to speak about jack james currently um he's another artist that i used to follow on youtube before he became the artist that he is now so i don't know if he wants his name out there so i won't say it because when i searched for him there was no connection to jack james with his actual name um but he was on youtube when he was about i want to say 12 13 and he was recording songs like whitney houston covers of i have nothing Um, and he can actually really sing really well he was in a group on x factor a few years ago um I think they're called Swift or something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, and it was three of them, but they didn't get that far in there and he's gone onto a solo career. Um, so hopefully he does quite well with this project. Um, for me, there were some songs that didn't really sit with me that well, but I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing and hopefully he makes better music for me in the future. Um, so those are our listens. Uh, check them out, D-A-T-S-P-O-D. Um, just to remind you, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Vero now. And yeah, that's all I had to say
0: can i just say um you went you spoke about summer walker um i really liked uh summer walker's interview with well being interviewed by ari lennox um called over it um on apple music and i think it's on on youtube the eight minute thing there's actually a 54 minute actual long interview available on apple music they're really cool they're really cool together and i literally love ari lennox to death she's Mm. so funny like so funny and so pure hearted you can literally tell yeah um she's such a cute Human being, yeah, love her,
1: and just to add to that, I'm so glad they went down that route of Ari Lennox, yeah, um, because when they put black women in like the music industry, they try and go for the sex appeal angle a lot of the times. But from her, I'm starting to see more of a kind of comedic, and um, playful type of persona mm. um, with her as a um, singer. Yeah, like she, they're doing a lot <clears> more videos where she's obviously making mistakes with the lyrics, and um, where she sang "Don't Stop the Music" by Rihanna, and she replaced some of the lyrics. in yeah. I think wh- what was that for? Was that? I don't, I don't know what was. Oh. Uh, yeah um but i don't remember so i saw it on youtube i can't remember what it was for but yeah that's all i've got to say on that
0: no literally and also the narrative that black women they try and actually pit them against each other mm-hmm. like conventionally obviously the monica brandy thing is um long disputed long documented but um yeah i just love that they're almost doing their own thing um and i really hope uh even though i've had my criticisms with summer walker and uh, um well not and ari but with summer walker i hope her and ari don't leave the music business because they both said in recent weeks that they will like so in the future so yeah i hope they don't what do you what do you mean as in ari has said she's done after this year and summer walker has um she's done She's, she got in a fight like a couple of weeks ago at one of her performances. Um, she tweeted about it and then deleted it. And then Summer Walker, um said after this album and tour she's done so i hope what making music forever yeah like summer was like i'm done like so ari in the interview in the longer form of the interview was like don't quit to summer um that's definitely a like wide part of that conversation they had that conversation this week so yeah i hope both don't quit um and i hope both find the will to go on because they um they are they're talented. gonna be
2: making music there'll be a second album from both of them in the next couple of years the end you think so just shut up both of you
0: <laughs> wow, okay. Okay. Right, I'll go on to the news. But love you,
2: Ari. Love you, Ari.
0: Um, let's go to the news. Um, <laughs> anyway. Okay. Apple is killing its most hated app, iTunes. Um, here's how it went from a popular music player to an outdated relic. So Business Insider did this, this week and it's basically um on Apple iTunes and the media. Library that was introduced to us in 2001, so it's on its way out. Apple announced that it was getting rid of iTunes on Macs, which it had already done on the iPhone already um, as Mac OS. Catalina rolls out at the beginning of this week, so this week just gone. iTunes will be replaced by three separate apps, so Apple Music, which already exists, Apple Podcasts, which already exists, and Apple TV. So then former Apple CEO, Stephen Jobs, announced iTunes at the 2001 Mac World Expo, calling it the world's best and easiest jukebox software. Um, In 2003, iTunes 4 was introduced to the Music Store, um, where Jobs was proud of it and said it's a digital hub where all your media would be stored, um, and now it ceases, well, will cease to exist and become a web format. So, what do you guys think on iTunes's history and it's now ceasing to exist after what was really like a short time on the interspace?
1: It actually wasn't that short
0: from if you think like 2001 mm. or do you think is is the general trend of apps like did it outlast like the general trend of apps then is that what you're just, saying
1: just just looking at how it was created and what it was created for it wasn't really that it wasn't i'm not surprised you're I'm, not surprised i'm not surprised that they, i'm not surprised that they're getting rid of it i'm um, just looking at what it was used for and comparing it to what people and how people interact with music now okay I, i'm not surprised they're venturing down this route so i did a bit of research um just because I know I'm usually seen as the tech person in this and I have previously worked for Apple as well. Yeah. Um, just looking at the kind of demand for Apple to begin with, sorry, the demand for iTunes to begin with and everything that came afterwards, this makes complete sense to me. I think Apple are just focusing more on Apple Music and trying to grow that user base outside of the US. Okay. Because in terms of um, like user, um, in terms of users, sorry, paid users, Spotify is destroying Apple Music. In the US, um, Apple have more paid um, users than Spotify. Okay. So I think.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's been yeah, widely
1: reported. Yeah, but that the only issue with that is Spotify doesn't operate off of a, a paid membership. Um, what's the word for it? Uh, business model. Their business model is freemium until too paid. Mm. So overall, globally, Spotify has around like a 191 million users or something like that. Mm. Um, And Apple only has like 56 million. So if you look at that in comparison to each other, you can see that Spotify has the biggest market share. Um, Back in the day when iTunes was around, um, Apple Music had they owned about 75% of the digital market. Yeah. So if you compare the two and see the difference between the two, the fact that they're venturing off now and going towards the trend of what people are doing, it yeah. makes complete sense. Um, I tweeted from our Instagram, I think it was, that HMV are planning to come back as well. And I yeah, think you it's did. all interlinked. Um, I think people are, they're not buying music online anymore. Mm. Um, the option for music online is they are trying to stream it. And if they're not streaming it, they're buying vinyls. Or if they're not buying vinyls, they're they're buying physical copies of Mm -hmm. music. I don't think the option to pay for a 99 piece song or buy um, something on iTunes is really what people want to do anymore. I was gonna recommend a podcast that I listen to. I've recommended it before called Business Wars. um, And on this this podcast, they talk about Napster versus the music industry and um, why what happened with iTunes had to happen. Uh, But to kind of give you a backlog, because I think they actually deleted the episode, which is annoying for me research-wise. But, um, so Napster was created in 1999, um, and I think it operated between 1999 and 2001. It's still around because another company has bought it. Um, But the way Napster operated is it was peer-to-peer, and that meant that a lot of free music was being passed around without the knowledge of the people who created it, like the artists or the record labels that own the music. Yeah. So the record labels went to <coughs> iTunes. So they went to Steve Jobs, sorry. And they said, we need a solution. Steve Jobs create iTunes and iTunes was kind of seen as the solution because you could buy 99 P songs. And you didn't have to buy the whole album, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that term, that market, where um, there's kind of a divide between illegal downloading and streaming Mm. is still there, but it isn't as much of a demand. If you pay 9.99, you're getting access to about 56 million songs on Apple Music or around 30 30 million on Spotify. So for me, this whole thing makes sense. Um, I I think iTunes is just obsolete now. The only people I know who use iTunes are like 50 year old men that I work with at work. I don't know that many people my age who use iTunes to buy music anymore. but we'll seeing where it goes. Everything is becoming subscription based. If you look at Apple's new business model, they're looking to become a streaming. Sorry, they're looking to become a per month um, subscription model company. Yeah. So this makes complete sense to me. That's what I'll cool. say.
0: Great. Shopee. Eh? Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, next topic. So um yeah sorry the article is loading but yeah drake has revealed that he feels really hurt about his father which is dennis graham um who accused him of lying about their relationship to sell music so um earlier in this um this month the rapper's father appeared on nick cannon's radio show where he said which confused me in itself i don't know why drake started doing interviews anyway where um, he said that Drake pretended their relationship was a strange in his song lyrics so that he could sell records. Um, The quote um, is, I always been with Drake. I talk to him, if not every day, then each other day. We really got into a deep conversation about that. I said, Drake, why are you saying all of this different stuff about me, man, this is not cool. He said that Drake said, dad, it sells records. But on Tuesday, The rapper responded to his claims, his father's claims that is, on Instagram, writing in a story post that it has been captured, that has been captured by screenshots. So woke up today, so hurt man, my father will say anything to anyone that's willing to listen um, to him. It's sad when family gets like this, but what can we really do? That's the people we are stuck with. Every bar I ever spit was the truth and the truth is hard for some people to accept. Um, Drake has rapped about his father's absence on, look at what you've done. Uh, And my father living in Memphis now, he can't come this way over some minor charges and child support. That just wasn't paid. Damn boohoo, sad story, black American dad story. So as you just heard, obviously he's used his dad here and placed him in the American african-american narrative um a fatherhood so that's one of the songs zero to 100 also features some lyrics so since my dad used to tell me he was coming to the house to get me he ain't show up valuable lesson man i had to grow up um during an episode of LeBron James's HBO series, The Shop*, Drake, who recently became a father himself, actually said that he wants his son, who is Adonis, to love his mother, so he has to protect that energy of love as well. Um, I didn't come from that. He explained, I came from my mother's being like, your dad is this. My dad would never speak ill of my mother, ever, ever, ever. My mum is the nicest, kindest, sweetest woman, but she's a woman scorned and a woman who is exhausted. Um, I was really hard on my parents for giving me a sort of childhood that I wrapped my mind around, that I had to wrap my mind around as I grew up. Multiple times I sort of suggested that they could have done a better job at co-paring, sticking together, not being so divided. So that is the story between Drake and his father. This isn't the first time earlier this year, um, Drake's father has spoken up again, like before. So there's an ongoing, he said, he said kind of debacle. So, what are you guys' thoughts on Drake? Is he lying? Is his father lying? What do you think? Um, and what do you think about him using his father, like the history of him and his father's relationship and his music? Um, and
1: do you think it is to monetize and sell records? Can I go? Um, I thought this article came out a while ago. That's what I thought as well. I'm pretty sure I've seen this before somewhere. Yeah. Um, the only comment that I want to make on this is the fact that it's not, as we looked at 6 9 and a few of the people like Rick Ross within the music industry, <coughs> it's not too far to say that people manufacture backgrounds to exist within hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. We've questioned Drake's character in the past to see if he's completely genuine. Um, and he has rapped about his absent absent father mm. throughout I think the majority of his albums. Yeah. Um so I don't know, to be honest. I don't think this is for us to comment on. And I don't I don't know if, if it's important. Um I think the only reason I would argue it is important is because as people who buy his music, if it's all lies, what does that mean? Like, are we buying into a lie? Like what does it mean? Um I don't know. I'm a bit confused.
0: Um okay uh shop a, do you have any thoughts on this um one? i
2: wouldn't really compare him to six nine or rick ross because having an absentee father isn't really an aesthetic or imagery that it would really be used to project a hip-hop image or hip-hop character in my opinion obviously rick ross you know we know he's a, used to be a police officer or whatever but you're out here talking about drugs and killing people and all the shit you do in 6 nine is out here pretending to be a blood or a crip whatever one it is. the rainbow person is doing um so I, I i mean i i wasn't in drake's house growing up i don't know but um i i don't think he's lying but i definitely do think that you know it's definitely a tool that can be used to sell music but just like loads of people rap about their, their childhoods and their parents. Eminem has rapped extensively about his mother over the course of his entire career. Like, even a song about killing his mom. Um, and and I'm sure that's just how Eminem feels, but I'm sure he also knows that, you know, this will... I wouldn't say tug at heartstrings, but I guess people can relate to that. So it does engineer an increase in record sales or whatnot, but I wouldn't say Drake's doing it to, like, make himself more uh more of a believable hip hop personality because we all know Drake's is moist. Um <laughs> so yeah, that's me.
0: Mm I think it's weird because what has what's made Drake's soul sell is him being moist, if that makes sense. Like so his vulnerability is almost his characters because him talking about relationships and going into extensive details, arguably is the reason he's here and even sold. When he tried to do that whole battle rap, conscious, like smart thing, it didn't. When
2: did he go conscious?
0: Like not conscious, but like that serious lyricism in his earlier career, he was not as popular as he is now, being the vulnerable, oh my God, I'm so hurt. heart open, about girl. This is not just about his dad, by the way. This is like girls, love, all that kind of stuff. Every album features some element of that and him being the soft guy. Um, yeah, so I think, I do think elements, if his dad's, it, elements could be a lie and if it is a lie, you know, that doesn't shock me because hip-hop is filled with loads of lies. Like from the rappers who have cars on sets, which are rented and like actually don't live that lifestyle to correctional officers. Yes, Rick Ross, who obviously lies about his career and is obviously braggadocious about drugs and luxurious cocaine and all these kind of assortments when really, I don't think you live that life or live that life for the time periods in which you're saying you did in your rap songs. So. Yeah, there's loads of examples. There's loads of people who lie um, in hip hop and multiple genres to be fair. But I think with Drake and this, uh, it, it doesn't really shock me in any way. It's not really something that would shock me if it came out. It's not something that's gonna impact his sales, in my opinion, um, because Drake is in a place right now for at least in the next two or three, four years where He's in his untouchable phase right now which is like he can drop anything and it will sell he can put anyone on and they'll chart like it, there's just a lot going on in brand drake right now so until he kind of falls down off that mountain which every artist does and it's coming it will come um i don't think it will impact his sales just yet It'll be the detriment of his career if it was to come out that he told a quick fib you know he could just do a quick interview with Ellen and cry or something and she'd be like oh my god I just I just felt I needed to do this or some shit and then you know he'll be back on top again so I feel like you know if it is a lie I hope his dad's being treated with it by the money or so I don't know or you know just trying to melt that relationship with his son but if it is a lie, it's a pretty ugly one at the expense of your family, to be honest. Um, and I hope mother Drake, you know, is <laughs> holding his her son accountable behind the scenes. Um, but it wouldn't shock me. I think Drake lies about a lot of things in this industry um, and places himself in a lot of places for disingenuous reasons. But that's me and Drake, you know, there are still some songs throughout his career I love. And if anyone knows me, no, they know I love old Drake, but you know, if he's lied like any rapper you know i want you to be held accountable just like if i was to talk to rick ross i would bring up the fact that you were a correctional officer and what's happening with that lyricism versus the lyricism now kind of thing so yeah that is the drake and his father issue if anyone wants to say anything else before we move on we can then move on choppy hey, eden no no nope. cool so let's move on to hip hop again. So JT has been released. This came as a huge shock to me, actually. I was on the train and then just saw loads of tweets saying JT is free, so I checked, and she actually is. So JT was freed from jail. Um, she was born Jitavia Shakara Johnson. Uh, she released. Um, she received, sorry, a two year prison sentence for credit card fraud in 2018. Wow! Wow! She's out in the whole year. That's mental. Sorry. Um, was initially expected to be released next year in 2020, but she got released in 2019. There were attempts earlier this year, and I believe May to get her out. She didn't get out. Um, but now she's out. So it was Tuesday. She was set free. Um, um, after filing the motion in May to be placed in a halfway house. Um, Young Miami shared the good news on socials, writing. You bitches in trouble, my bitch is home. So JT shared um, her first post-release photo, which was her on a sofa in, I think it's Chanel shoes. Um, and she, yeah, she's just looking glowed up in all her jewels and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, she's literally out and she said right on time for the season change on the caption and then she released her song called first day out which um sees her freestyling over a beat produced by twisted genius um the song is i believe three minutes and eight seconds um and i think that's about it she's tweeted plans about the album which because she wasn't here for period of course um and yeah she's excited to actually be here to see a full release go out and she said she got so many letters about the documentary which she hadn't watched she watched it earlier this week and when she got out as well and she said that she's so happy to be out because those um, damn policemen are just sending her songs with uh child's edits there so like they're not allowed to swear or anything like that so she's so happy to hear all the actual um expletives and all of that um she's listening to wale she promoted his album yesterday as well um and yeah, she's just living her best life and getting back into society. So what are you guys' thoughts on JT? If you've listened to the song, I don't know if you have, whatever. But um yeah, what do you think about JT City Girls and the latest phase of their career or whatever?
2: Um, first of all, I guess good for her. And secondly, as for the what did she say? What did the, the crap point say? You bitch is in trouble.
0: Young Miami, you bitch is in trouble, um, my bitch is out.
2: I do think it'll be interesting to see where City Girls will go in terms of their career now that the full team is back together and they're both going to be able to do the music videos and promotion and really. Because I, I, even though Young Miami can't rap and she's an ignorant piece of shit, I do think that she did very well sustaining that brand for the last year. I do stand by that. I think she's done a lot. Like City Girls have definitely. Made a mark over 2019 um, in various ways and various avenues. So it'll be interesting to see what will happen now. And it'll be, I think it's just like a kind of like a make or break time for them. Like, would this just be a fluke? Were they just riding off the coattails of In My Feelings and Act Up? Because um, the album didn't sell. The album didn't chart well either. Um, Cardi B couldn't get you a top 20. Um So it'll be interesting, interesting, interesting times. I want to see where they can go but um yeah it'll be interesting
0: cool so yeah i think like shopping said young miami did a great job no one thought she would be able to do what she did in holding the brand city girls um to high fruition still so i think yeah it's great to see what's going to happen <clears throat> with both of their energy and both of their spirits there in place shout out to quality control for doing a great management job and a label job for them um and I hope that they, you know, have a strong presence. I hope they, you know, do what they do and just continue to succeed, you know? So, looking forward to 2020 plans. I do think things are shutting down for 2019 for them and they'll just get in the booth and start recording. But I think the first and second quarters of next year will be very exciting for them and maybe they'll take over summer again, like Megan and um, City Girls did this year. So- And um, Sweetie. And Sweetie, of course, the end of summer. So, um, yeah. Fun times. Let's move on. So it's now time to talk. So award- you didn't
2: have nothing to say about
1: Golf. No, I don't listen to their music. Neither so. do I,
0: but yeah. Cool, so we'll go to um, the BET Hip Hop Awards, which aired this week. Um, very exciting time, I guess, for the industry. And yeah, we can talk the award winners and just run through as we always do. Um, so I'm just gonna go to best hip hop video. Mm-hmm. So, Cardi B's money won for that one. Um, do you want to know who was in the list? or? Yes, please. Yeah, so 21 Savage, J. Cole, a lot. City Girls, Cardi B, twerk to baby. Um, Meek Mill featuring Drake going bad. And then Travis Scott, Drake, sicko
1: mode. And money won over that. Money's Actually, a, not money. Money's, money's a great video. I'm thinking right? of the wrong video. I'm thinking of press. Sorry. What, wait, does press have a video? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, does. I'm thinking of press. Sorry, yeah. Money, money was it. a great video. It was a great video that and copied by Iggy Azalea. Anyways,
0: who said modeling? I'm not giving energy. Anyway, <laughs> best club um, duo or group little nas x billy ray cyrus old town road remix other people in this category were 21 savage j cole a lot cardi b and bruno mars please me <sighs> dj khaled nips i was about to laugh too <laughs> nipsey hustle and john legend higher little baby gunner drip too hard travis scott and drake sicko mode how original anyway go on travis scott is really getting snubbed at these award shows
2: i have to say it again i'm so su- i'm surprised he really hasn't really swept any of these award shows
0: it's coming you think we- so um i've got a list so it's coming oh okay um what do we think we- about the win though oh yeah obvious choice yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. hot ticket performer don't know what that means megan the stallion the other people in this category were the baby cardi b drake the carters Shocking, this, Travis Scott.
1: This list doesn't make sense.
0: What's it for? Don't know. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't have its own <laughs> wiki page for me to read the definition, so I don't know. Wait, it's called hot ticket performers. Yeah, yeah, hot ticket.
1: Pro- I don't know oh. what that means.
0: <laughs> okay, should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Right, lyricist of the year, J Cole won, and then it was two. Cha- oh, oh, shocker, J Cole. Okay, um, two chains, Drake, Meek Mill, Nipsey Hussle, and YBN Corday were actually nominated for this as well
1: i'm glad ybn is
0: there so am i i actually wouldn't mind if he won that because he had a breakout year yeah um okay well cool happy for j cole because he never wins anything but cool video director of the year travis scott won this one what so benny boom bruno mars and florent detchard look i'm um, hd dave myers and um Eve Riv- rivera
1: i believe the Travis Scott one, director of the year,
0: video director of the year. Yeah,
1: who directed his video?
0: He did. He, he directed he, it himself. Yeah. Which video was it for? it Doesn't say. It literally just says Travis Scott. So I'm assuming there's multiple directing.
2: What well, What other videos came on from Sycamore? I'm That's where that was the only video from the album. Don't know. Or was there another one? I, I actually don't know. I feel like he didn't release any other videos from the album.
0: But that was a great video. Just go someone go on his wiki and just check his directorial. That was a great
2: video though. Sycamore was a good video. I'm just
1: looking at the songs and I don't remember. I think Yosemite might have a video. But I might be making that up, but I can't remember any other videos that Cavis Scott has released from this album. I'm just double check that. Huh?
0: These Okay, right, okay. These okay. D (laughs) T. Wow, okay, anyway. So I'll wait for the other I'll wait for you guys to be ready, but yeah there's a lot of madness about to come up
1: no <clears throat> I don't see anything else that's it yeah
0: oh okay BET interesting Um, right so DJ of the year so there's Chase B DJ Drama DJ Envy DJ Esco, DJ Khaled and Mustard One DJ Mustard One
1: what DJ of the year?
0: yeah Okay. Right. Shoppe, any thoughts?
2: What's DJ Mustard done in the last?
1: That's year? what I wanted to
0: say. Well, he's—I think he's produced a lot of stuff, but it's—I guess it's a DJ Awards. I don't know what. I'm just parameters. glad DJ Khaled didn't win. That's all I know. Ah, well, he won Producer of the that. Year, so we'll get to that. Later. Yeah, so literally Producer of the Year, DJ Khaled yeah. won, and there's London on the track, arguably more deserving. Take Metro Heath Boomin, isn't there, I think. Take Heath. Yep, had a great last year. Swiss Beats, um, Swiss Beats, didn't and Mustard. I, I don't
2: understand, DJ Khaled doesn't produce his music so I, yeah. don't, I don't understand why he's nominated, let alone winning once again, BET, get it together MV- Jesus, come fix it
0: MVP of the year um, Cardi B, DJ Khaled, Drake J. Cole, Megan The Stallion and then Nipsey Hussle won
1: MVP of the year mm. Say the list again, sorry
0: Cardi B, yeah. Khaled Drake, Cole, The Stallion
1: most valuable person of the year.
2: Is that what it stands for?
1: What's the MVP again?
2: Most. I think maybe it's that, but fair enough.
1: Yeah, it is. Would you guys most most re- valuable player. Most valuable player. Would you guys agree that it was Nipsey Hustle this entire year? Well, well, I
0: think his image is being used a lot this year throughout a lot of things, even down to that damn Netflix show um, that's that's just come out. So I think people are trying to keep his sentiments on what he stood for mm-hmm. carried and it has carried to be honest throughout the year in hip-hop if you look specifically at just hip-hop this year so features are coming out there's stuff that's still to be released from certain people so i don't know i think i think obviously these award shows are going to do a tribute in some way i think maybe this is just bet's form of doing that um, and honouring it, and I know Nipsey was definitely at these BT award shows every year, so
1: but okay. I'm not mad. The only I, reason, the only reason I wanted to ask is because I didn't want it to be a situation where they were just giving it to him because obviously he's passed. No, there's the,
0: val- there's validity it in it. That it is, but there's I think there's validity through the imagery being carried on and the torch almost still burning this year. I think it's still there. Um,
1: if if he hadn't died. I would probably give this to Megan the Stallion, Same. to be honest. But the only reason I said what I said originally about hoping they're not doing that is because in Nipsey's case in particular, he's one of the people that work hard for what they get. And I would hate for people to do that thing with like, oh, he's passed, so we have to give him awards. Cause yeah. I feel like he wouldn't really appreciate that. No, um, definitely not. No, he'd
0: see right through that.
1: But I would have personally, just thinking of the year that they've had, I would have said Megan the Stallion. I feel like um, Nipsey was still he he was still rising mm. like he hadn't reached his pinnacle yet mm. um although this year was great for him and he had like a few documentaries like the i saw like an, a cryptocurrency amsterdam thing that he'd done yeah um and a few things that he was doing it was still bubbling for him yeah whereas megan the stallion has had like a breakout year mm. um with like signing to rock nation in terms of, what is it management we management. can't really
2: compare we can't really compare megan to Nipsey, the Nipsey already already had his foot on the game for a good 10, 12 years. Like, you have to remember that album that came out last year, what was it called again?
0: Victory Lap. And there were seven mixtapes before that, He had
2: several mixtapes. Like, he already had, like, a massive um, amount of, like, respect and honour and admiration from many of his peers and many people at large. So, like, we can't really compare him to Megan, whereas Megan kind of has just come out in the last couple and obviously she's done very well very mm. very well but even in terms of if we're going to compare it commercially in terms of the numbers and stats victory lap charted higher than fever mm. and was mm. nominated for
1: a grammy mm. so but she had a bit of marketing campaign though in terms of the way she entered the scene and then catapulted
0: i think i just think they wanted two different things i think with nipsey he didn't really care for that breakout moment anyway and the thing is he had consistent fan base he had that he could tour the whole states and still sell it out to Mm. be honest if he chose the right venues but like i think he was kind of solid he was solid he was solid he was getting the money like he was really solid he was working really hard on this album the fact that he leveraged a deal with atlantic records to own all his masters shows how much profit and how much of respect a respected figure he was not to be taken and his business it was all the way there so i think with nipsey winning mvp of the year it is to do with his death but then it's his legacy that's carried forward after that i think with megan i would only give it to her if he was alive because of the breakout moment that she had but i would get I'd, nipsey is still valid if you look at his case because of the message still continuing on throughout he's touched so many different rappers lives and people are including him both Mm. new school and old school as well, both in concerts, like putting up his Mm. image for respect, festivals, making sure that there's still a legacy there. So it's kind of almost like with this MVP award, it is because the message is so strong and it's, it's going across the whole year kind of thing.
1: But that wasn't happening when he was alive though that was only happening after mm. death. Like, Rapper, I would no. disagree. Rappers, no,
0: rappers were still... No, 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 no. Uh, there's loads of Breakfast Club interviews where rappers are talking about Nipsey
1: Hussle when he was no, alive that's, saying that's his that's So I mean, so I mean like in terms of the whole concert putting his image up and stuff like that. I get his influence was important and the things that he did business-wise yeah. were game changers. Yeah. But I would... I would argue, and this isn't me saying that I wouldn't give it to him, yeah. but I'm just justifying the reason why. Because it can't yeah. just be in death, he deserves this award. Yeah. There has to be a reason for this. Mm. Um, and for me, Megan Stalin, Stallion, in terms of marketing, in terms of her um, personality, the marketing things she done in... One sec, one sec. The things she done in uh, for climate control, uh, where she made people go to the beach to try and pick up litter and stuff. And yeah. all of those messages in terms of education and stuff are things she would be heralded for if she was to pass. So I think similarly- Uh,
0: uh, I wouldn't say, I think she only just started the climate change and stuff is still to be seen, like in terms of, so that's one instance where she did the beach thing, or she maybe have done it in two different beach locations. I wouldn't say politics per se, or like that kind of, uh, or activism, is something entrenched into her brand just Just now. Just Just, yeah, it's it's, it's great. And it's it's something that I see she may care for. And it was genuine, that move on the beach is something genuine, but- With Nipsey, the activism and street stuff was a part of his brand. Like mm. you knew that if you were talking about Nipsey, you weren't just talking about the music, you were talking about the message, the streets, what he has actually tangibly done over the years to attempt to build the Bloods and the Crips together and not just for visibility, things like the Game and Snoop did when they went to like the um, mm. County Court for like one appearance or whatever. It was like on a real level, like he made a dedicated area. If you're Blood or Crip, you're safe in here Um, and come and just to the Marathon store and do all of that. I think with Megan, I think more of the, if it was a case to be justified for that MVP year, I think it's rock the boat number one. I think it's her, hot her fever campaign, that campaign and all of that. I think it's obviously hot girl summer. What happened with that? The catchphrases. I think it's more of the entertainment mm. factor mm-hmm. um, and her also stuff the educational and side stuff. As well. And I think Even her there. IG lives, her IG lives are um, used as well. But then what she says on the IG can be different things. So it could be the educational stuff, like you said. It could be just the you know this how you do this like quick tips or whatever. It could be empowerment stuff. But I don't think the activism stuff is just yet entrenched but i do i do think it was a great move and the fact that people turned up was great and the Mm. fact that she did that so if she continues to do that then i'll be like yeah megan is really starting something now Mm. um but Uh I agree with you. There has to be a reason for the MVP. But my reason, my my thing is, I think it's because his message was so strong that it's translated onto not only um, the whole of the year, but onto big and small platforms and onto new and old artists as well. That's why I would give him the MVP award um, or validate his case for the MVP award this yeah, that's year. Yeah,
1: fair.
2: that's fair. And also having a better marketing campaign doesn't mean you're more deserving of an award because as Steph mentioned last week, that certain artists don't need as much marketing and even me as a pr as much pr Mm -hmm. as some artists because like i said they're in two different spaces of of their career nipsey already had a phoned in locked in grassroots fan base that he's built over the course of a decade megan is still very new to people she has a core fan base of her own that she's that she's cultivating but there are still a lot of people who are on a daily basis discovering who she is discovering her music her mixtape she's still by and large very very green so she's gonna need the be as well and also she's a woman in rap so like she doesn't have the the um the benefit of just hey I can rap and I'm great and you're gonna buy into my music so but but most importantly the whole marketing thing I just don't feel that's a, a fair well even a fair point I just don't really think it's necessary for this case because they're watch. in they're in two different stages of their careers. If they were both new, then fair, but they're also two very different artists, different stages of their careers, the trajectory there. And also even in terms of their, where they both sit in the marketplace, their goals are different. Their objectives are different. They appeal to, t- to certain different audiences. Nipsey was never going to be, cause Megan, like obviously going for, you know, a pop star rapper one day like a rapper who's who could be a mainstream pop star mm. nipsey was never going to be that he was always going to be not necessarily niche but he was always going to be someone with more of a regional regional appeal but had enough i guess what's the word i'm looking for had enough gravitas to you know penetrate the mainstream hence why he got a top five album last year and a grammy nomination
0: okay but, I just wanted to make sure we dug it out no i appreciate that conversation um so single of the year old town road remix uh produced by young Here, little Nas x featuring billy ray cyrus other people in this category were um well, other singles sorry it was act up city girls produced by Earl the pearl big old freak produced by little june made made the beat. Sorry, by making the salient money produced by Jay White did it. Nope. Cardi B, sicko mode produced by Roger Shahaid, Koo Beats, Oz, Hit Boy, and Take Keith. Uh, Travis Scott featuring Drake uh, and Surge pr- produced by Poo Beats. Jetson made the baby. Sorry, continue. Yeah. So Old Town Road one yeah makes of sense course. yeah makes sense cool album of the year travis scott astro world um meat mills championships uh dj khaled's father of a shark, oh God, Tyler DJ, the why creator, was that eagle, in there? dreamville revenge of the dreamers Elizzo, because i love you were also in the
1: category none of those deserved album of the year except for um travis scott in my opinion and um what was the second one there was meat mill championships no that doesn't deserve album of the year but um Tyler of the
0: creator eagle yeah. See, the thing is, Dreamful, Revenge of the Dreamers. No, I feel not like the timelines are mad. The timelines are a bit mad,
1: but not for album of the year though. That was not album of the year. No, Awesome.
2: And I love So okay. I love Tyler's album, but t- Tyler's artistry isn't for beauty hip award. It's not. That's not his audience. Mm. It's not his lane. He's he operates in a different. Um, facet of the hip-hop community so he was never going to win that award anyway but do
0: you think it's deserving of winning that i think so eagle okay, was an cool. amazing that's album. what we want to distinguish as well it Was me. an amazing album cool because hip-hop is definitely multifaceted but i get shoppe's point no of course it um, is
2: but the beauty hip-hop award is catered to a particular type of hip-hop. type of artist
0: yeah best new hip-hop ice. so Blueface, little nope. Nas x the stallion roddy rich ybn Cordae, but the baby one
1: Sorry, repeat that one more time.
0: So, the list was well, Blueface. List what? Sorry. Best new hip-hop artist. Okay. So, Blueface, little Nas, X, Megan Thee Stallion, Roddy Rich, and YBN, Cordae, and then DaBaby actually won. Yeah, that's fair. Very deserving, Good, very, very deser- strong, very year. deserving. Very strong year, mm. very strong. Him hey, or Megan year. deserved it. Very strong breakout year for me. Um, hus- hustler of the year, uh, Travis Scott, <laughs> Rick Ross, <laughs> Nipsey Hustle, DJ Khaled. Cardi B, and then Jay-Z won the Hustler of the Year.
1: <laughs> but like what,
2: that award is such bullshit, like. First of all, what does that mean? Exactly. exactly. And
0: secondly, the irony of some of these nominees. Hustler, business <laughs> hustle moves. moves, hustler, you know, money moves. That Here list we go. is so dumb. I it's mean, like... Jay-Z hustled his way to something this year, didn't he, so, you and know. And who won? Jay-Z. Y'all won. You know. <laughs> For making Y'all won. And Shakira headlight. But if Tra- imagine <laughs> no, but wait, if Travis Scott won, I would just be like "Hustle." like
1: in terms of like the t-shirt sales and the album sales thing I get that
0: but multiple artists do that now it's not a hustle that's never been, that's not new I, like, I'm not much, saying it's new that's but been it's happening not. for years that goes back to the 80s I, I'm trying We're to get Netflix guys. still the Netflix <laughs> I mean <laughs> 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 sorry I'm so dead like hustler like I'm just really trying to navigate with wait one more time maybe there's a case for Cardi B hustling the the hustler I don't know like trying to get oh why was she in that movie and
2: why was Lizzo in that movie
1: they were there for two minutes
2: and why was Lizzo playing the
1: flute Listen, <laughs> they, she, she, she wrote that into I'm her so, own script. I'm so she sorry. She wrote that into her. I saw script. it
2: yesterday. That movie is fucking. She literally garbage. wrote that into. Wait, her what? Story. I saw Hustlers. That movie is fucking garbage. But you have to all, admit of, all of you J Lo's
0: performance. was Oh, that's decent. that's
2: another thing too. This Oscar buzz she's getting. Where? Why? She like <laughs> <getting, laughs> what? Wait, Oscar? Huh? Yeah, she's beginning Oscar. Buzz. Oh no, it's not, it's not. that
0: good. It's not that good. <laughs> she's been getting Oscar buzz it's for this like
2: movie, good. and I came into this movie like you know Ha. Okay, Hustlers. Let's see what it's saying. And you know what? Um, Constance Wu, the Asian woman, give her everything. She was fantastic.
0: Mm. She was amazing. She actually was. she, yeah, she was. Like, good.
2: if anyone's deserving of any of the high-end awards, mm. I know we're discussing yeah. a movie right now. She was incredible.
0: And there's, I don't think it's an award-heavy thing, but Kiki gave us some life no, when the film Kiki Kiki needed life. Kiki was just being.
2: I'm sorry, Kiki. I love her to death, but she was just being the funny black girl. I'm
0: sorry. No, T- but that's what. I'm, no, we, that's T- what T- I'm T- saying, could have done that. Awards, could have done that. It's not award-winning, but I'm saying where the movie was dead. She gave me a little bit of a laugh. That movie
2: was was trash. That movie was so stupid and it was so cringeworthy in areas. But J-Lo... People
0: compared it to Wolf of Wall Street. I was like, nigga, no, let's not do that. Let's not do that. that.
2: It was basically the stripper's version of Set It Off, but with Tyler Perry writing.
0: That's what it was. Shout out to Tyler Perry. He made his own table this week. Anyway... You all all lied to me. Like, I really thought... I said, hold on. I said J-Lo Okay, well, you lied to me. I said J Lo. Because I know a you're a job. skeptic
2: when it comes to um, movies, but you, Eden, you're like, by the way, guys, Hustle is really, really good. <laughs> it was really, really good. <laughs> and like, oh, after the first four or I'm like, what the fuck is
0: this? And do you know, <laughs> bro, you know, No, listen, I need your take on this because every scene had music. Did you deep it? Yeah. Did you deep it? Every scene <laughs> had music. But why? I wanna, I why? Say, I will say this. Why? Story.
2: Shout out to Janet Jackson getting his licensing checks. Three of her songs <laughs> were in that movie. Don't know why. don't know what the relevance was, but hey ho. Um, Jennifer Lopez, yeah. every scene, Jennifer Lopez was good, but she's always good. I've said she, we all know and she's, she's a she's good she's typecasted.
0: It's the same thing. It's the same, a New Yorker, but, the mean face like it's the same thing. It is, but her body is baggy. Oh, uh, she, yeah, yeah her, she's her, a, she's, her body woo! is just we love in, it. We love, J-Lo. I, just can't, I just look at her like that. you're 50 years old. How, like, that's what I said you're in the film. 50 I actually mouth to myself, how are you 50? How and I actually only, said that, and not how? only
2: the body black, like you're so um what's the word, is it limber? Yeah, limber and viral. like you still have like such the great strength. energy the strength. and strength. The strength. Like, you're in excellent shape, like physically. Like She looking but, better than but, some of these But 30-year-old. Lizzo, Why is the first thing I see <laughs> you, know? you doing is play the flute? Why were you doing that? Why, why were you playing the flute? i forced
1: herself
0: into that flute.
2: This is my theory. Liz's manager knows the director and she was thrown in last minute. Like cause and Cardi was playing Cardi herself. Cardi was playing herself. She was playing herself. And a bit, even a then, bit of a
1: polished version And even, And even then
2: it was cringe. Like when she was cussing out the security guard, yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, all right, move on. <laughs> but then, so I watched the movie, Mike. So why are they on the poster?
1: Yeah, I agree. They
0: shouldn't have been on the poster. The marketing was so rude. What? So rude. Can I just
1: ask, why are you triggered by the flute of all things? Because, okay. It just sorry. made no sense.
0: Let me, let me, let me, let me.
2: Because <laughs> like I said, I was already, um exhausted at the fact that cardi b and lizard were going to be in this movie I was like, oh, hey ho you know they're both having great years right now and hey, let's just have these two big female artists in the movie just cause um it's like all right let's see what they're gonna do you know it's just like just like when beyonce did carmen like let's just give her a role
0: um
2: and i'm Beyoncé, and i can say not, that
0: let's not talk about that one carmen,
2: carmen is one of the worst films of all time <laughs> um, no, but the still, soundtrack pops Shout out to Cars Never Lie. That is a tune. That's another recommendation for you, Nick Cars Never Lie from the Carmen soundtrack, amazing. Beyonce sang her ass down. Anyway, but Carmen was a f- awful movie. <laughs> <laughs> awful movie. We're not talking about that right now. <laughs> awful movie, sorry. Hustlers. <laughs> oh, and the flu. The yeah, flu. so. So, we all know Lizzo's shtick is rapper, singer, plays the flute. She's very extra. So, the very first scene that she's in, you're all getting dressed for your next strip show, sedu- 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 seducing men. Everyone's putting on makeup, yeah. putting on their, their bras and man's. Why are you playing the flute?
0: <laughs> <laughs> why, do, why, you, like, why do you have one? I know how it's going. It's her facial expression when she played it and she's moving like, <laughs> her head. I'm like, she's so it's extra. Like, why do you have a flute? so extra. Like, you're, you're playing a stripper. Why do you have a flute? <laughs> So you just bought your flute to get dirty to get all that air in it, all the vagina juices. And then in Usher, there. why are you in like, this movie? Like Usher, yes, Usher. Usher, Usher I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The
2: optics of Usher being in this movie—you've just been exposed to having herpes, and you're now going to be in a movie about strippers and, blah, and
0: oh, in an environment it, it, where it can all just the bement. optics.
2: Usher, your management. Usher, your agent. I don't know why who booked you. Should have been in Queen Sugar or Queen and Slim or Hate You Give. You shouldn't be in Hustlers.
1: <laughs> right. I just want to say, I enjoyed the movie. It's trash. That, that Me personally, I enjoyed it. That's what I'm going to say.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to question your movie recommendations here from here on. out. <laughs> you will. You will. Right. Because I already thought I was going to see like some nine out of ten great shit. Oh, no. I didn't describe it as, I said, you it's said it's good really mood. good. I said it it's, was a good movie. My mood. six, young six. I would, I would say... give it a five.
1: Because I'm not mad at that. Because it's
2: entertaining. No, it is it's entertaining. It is. It is. Like, and I can get through it, but like, towards the end like especially with that journalist or it was just when it just got to that whole scene
0: like it just
2: (laughs) and even the very last scene where J-Lo was like the whole world's a hustle. Like she thought she could like give us some like, Viola or something, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: like baby girl, this is not <laughs> how to get away with murder. This is not no, Friday evenings. Not nice. This is not what we're doing here. This isn't like, the shy. And you know, Jayla like, always has that tone change when She's trying to be serious. It's like, babes, it's just it's not no, gonna work no, here. It's not. It's I know you're no, from New York, but no, 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 so no, stupid. You guys should go watch it and see what you doing. That mean, movie was so think. stupid. Just go like, for a laugh, you like, know. Just like Widows was dumb too. Anyway, Widows are. <laughs> with uh, oh, widows was yeah. Let, let's. Yeah,
2: anyway. There was nothing wrong with widows. Widows was
0: no. this was stupid.
1: All right, whatever, man.
2: Anyway, I remember me and Nick saw that we kind of left like. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what had happened? What? Anyway, there's another questionable award to read out, and it's called the Make You Look Awards. Okay, now uh, be it's up. in brackets. <laughs> in, pr- in brackets, we've got. Best hip hop style. So it's made you look, brackets, best hip hop style. Okay. So- Why is that an award though? So DJ Khaled's- What? French Montana? Wait wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wow! The phone is dropped. Wait, <laughs> wait, I should drop. Wait. Lads, the phone has dropped. Lasses, the phone is on the floor. I just picked it up. Wait, wait. Literally. Okay, let's read this again. So it's Major Look, Best Hip Hop (laughs) Style. Okay, style. So the first two in this award, DJ Khaled for Major Look, Best Hip Hop Style. French Montana for Major Look, Best Hip Hop Style. Okay, we got French Montana. Okay, Meek Mill. What? Are you kidding me? Rick Ross. Nah, this is- Travis- Scott okay Okay. and the winner is Cardi B (laughs) yes for made you look best
2: hip-hop award Cardi B um has given some incredible looks on Instagram on award shows she's her stylists are killing it Cardi B has an amazing stylist. all right so
1: DJ Khaled French French Montana. Montana and what was the other one Meek Mill and
0: Rick Ross Rick Ross Travis Scott I don't think best style for like, where's, you know, ASAP Rocky could, well, not this year, but, you know, he's a, he could be a winner. He's not of in this. the music business. <laughs> he could be a winner of this one, you know, um, but not this
2: year. Oh, I just realized ASAP got no nominations. Mad. Are
1: you surprised? Because I'm not. I'm not. Yeah,
2: surprised so the Lord, nothing got nothing. Okay.
0: Best mixtape. buckshot has got nothing. Okay. Jack Harlow, Luce. Kevin Gates, Luca Brassi, three. Roddy Rich, Feed the Streets, two. Wiz Khalifa and Currency 2009, YBN Almighty J, YBN Cordae, YBN Namir, YBN The Mixtape, and the winner, as we probably all know, Making the Stallion Fever.
1: What was the title? What was the
0: best mixtape? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I've only listened to Roddy Rich's "Feed the Streets." Out of all of these, I have That Whiskey Khalifa and gun. Currency Project was good.
2: I only listened to it like th- twice, but I did like <laughs> it. It's a it's a project I need to go back to, but that was a good
0: project. I don't doubt that actually, because I do both actually. Currency and whiskey Khalifa are solid. That was a good project. They're, they are solid, so, and they know they they know their ear. They they're very good with their ear. So, um, sweet, sweet sixteen. Best featured verse. I don't know why it's called Sweets. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get <laughs> it. Oh, okay, I, get yeah, it yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But isn't I was it, thinking Sweet Sixteen on TV. Isn't, isn't like,
2: Sixteen only for women? I suppose men don't really I have no idea. I don't
0: even know. Oh, okay. Okay. Twenty-one Savage Wish Wish. Uh DJ Khaled featuring Cardi B and 21 Savage. Cardi B Clout offset featuring Cardi B. Cardi B Twerk. City no. Girls <laughs> featuring Cardi B, <laughs> Rick Ross, Money in the Grave, Drake featuring Rick Ross, um, Rick Ross, What's Free, oh okay, um, Meek Mill featuring Jay Z and Rick Ross. Wait, so whose verse? But was... I would have given it to Meek Mill's verse Wait, on What's Free. I would have given
2: it to Jay's verse, even though he's a, um, even though we don't like him anymore, allegedly.
0: Oh no, no, Jay. We, we always going to say he's a rapper, like we, we always know that. But the winner was J Cole a lot, Twenty One Savage. Featuring Cobb. That was a good verse. It was a good verse. Deserving.
1: What what constitutes this award?
0: So basically, it's the best featured verse on a song. So and then the so I I read out the person's verse before I read out the song. Okay. If that made sense. Yeah. So I can read through it again. No no, tw- no no no. I could go. That I was agree. a good verse. <laughs> I do like, even though like she's not a lyricist like all this, but Clout for me. That is That was a, song a good verse. I, too. Yeah, I do love Clout. The song. It's a very defining song for this year. It's the year of Clout. So, you know the video very, was dumb though,
1: I'm not gonna lie. The video was dumb.
0: Very inspired by Buster and Janet, we know, but um, yeah. Impact track. So <laughs> Okay, um Twenty One Savage featuring J. Cole a lot, DJ Khaled featuring Nipsey Hustle and John Legend higher. That got not of my not a lot of my airtime to be honest. But Cap G, <laughs> um, A Day Without a Mexican. Um Oh, Wait, okay. what, Okay, no, this is a Latin American artist. Cap G, um, a day without an Art, a day without a Mexican. Shocked he got nominated, to be honest. But um, Lizzo featuring Missy Elliott, Tempo, um, Young Boy, Never Broke Again featuring Quando Rondo and Kevin Gates. I am who they say I am. Don't really know for that one. But J Cole's Middle Child won. What? Okay. Impact track. I guess.
1: Impact. In I would have given of... it
0: to Twenty One Savage featuring J Cole. You a thought lot. that impact well did, Jay, did middle child impact because it didn't to me it, it was mute it, I,
1: I don't think it's a very good list and i think that's the issue
0: it is a very like lizzo featuring terrible. missy elliott tempo didn't really do anything and like least, so there was a hype for like a day
1: there's at yeah. least two songs on there that i've never heard of
0: cap did quite well in the latin american market but don't know yeah yet. and Actually, never mind.
1: Also, what constitutes this award in terms of impact?
0: <laughs> what What's in what What medium is it? Social media impact? Is, is it, it sales? Is it radio? Is it like everything? Also, what region? Yeah, what What is? Yeah. Like, what, what is that? yeah, that's true. Well, I would true. imagine America.
1: But he just said that that song did well in
0: what? When? It did well in the Latin America oh, market. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to check if he charted in America. I don't know. Like, I no, can't, I can't bother it anyway. Um, best international flow don't know why it's called that but...
1: oh no could we no BET needs to do better because
0: <laughs> these, these names <laughs> best international flow the awards that are coming up boy anyway sakodi i hope that's how i pronounce sarco ghana one um i've heard good things about him fouls nigeria gets uk Kalash, France, Little Sims, UK. Very happy for her. Um, Nasty C, South Africa, and Tory Lanes Canada were in this nomination. So, yeah. What do you guys think of that one?
1: Can I ask again, what constitutes this award?
0: Is it best International Flow. So just Flow. Best International Rapper, that's what it is. Basically. That's why they need to just basically. change it to, because... Okay, so guys, best hip-hop online site or app. Wait, who won? Sarkody. Sarkody. Oh, Sarkody. Sorry, oh. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, best hip-hop online site or app, all hip-hop, hot new hip-hop, The Shade Room, Worldstar, <laughs> Worldstar, world, Star, world Star? XL, and Complex One. Worldstar hip-hop? The no, what? The Shade Room. The Shade Room. <laughs> like, this is like... Getting pathetic <laughs> now. This is just getting a little bit pathetic. Because you've got complex, and even though complex is really questionable these days, but complex in the same as the shade room. Deep it, guys. I'm this sorry, is the state of hip. I'm this so is the sorry, state of hip. Say this, this is what we're in.
2: But all hip hop and world star, their heyday has long gone.
0: Long Hot new hip hop still relevant. We're still you're still here, uh, but yeah. the shade. The shade room. There's an argument, I get it, if but we'll keep no but no <laughs> complex
2: double X watch it double X,
0: They're only they only redeem themselves with this year's freshman list, really, but they're still on thin ice. That with me, they're still on a lot
2: Actually and this year was
0: good. They, she they're was still on good. a very thin very ice, good. but still But, but all,
2: all, hip-hop wildstar, the, the hey yeah, all hip hop and
0: wild star the heyday. Yeah, all hip all hip hop. Like who really goes to that? I don't know who reads that anymore. The shade the, like guys the shade room it's an instagram page. the shade room the shade room you might as well put jason lee there now you might as well put Holly, Holly it like, anyway <laughs> the last one i am hip-hop icon little kim our girl little kim well done well done lovely we love you we love to see it we love the iconic Head move, move (laughs) that she does. We love the iconic move, but um, no, Little Kim, yeah, no, honestly, she, come on, she deserves it. But um, that's it, guys. Some of the fucking things are fucking questionable as fuck. They're confusing. Did you watch the performances? I I watched Little Kim's. Um, there was some other one that I watched as well. Who performed? Um, performed I
2: haven't seen them myself yet. I've I've only seen Little Kim's. She was great. Um. Megan and the baby Saw that one, Cash ship, that was it. Um,
0: Sweetie, obviously. Saw that as well, actually. <laughs> My time, yeah. I just want to know why Sweetie was dancing. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, I, I watched, basically, she's dancing because she wants to incorporate some more stuff that the likes of Rihanna incorporates into the performances. But Rihanna doesn't dance. Well, she cited where have you been? It's what like do you mean Rihanna doesn't things.
1: dance? She doesn't. When she performs? No. She, where,
0: where, she have does, where
2: have you been wherever okay one, <laughs> Rihanna, Rihanna sometimes does a does a, um when a she's nice not hitting count. the
0: blunt too or, hard. or
2: drinking shots on, shots yeah. on stage
0: sometimes Rihanna will do an eight count but I've been super I, critical of Riri she's not a, like she's not a performer all she's not what, a do, you mean,
1: what do you mean I don't understand what you mean because I've seen a few performances where Rihanna's done choreography
2: no yes and but it's not like it's not like her thing there are some songs and some performances, yes, but generally she kind of just stands there or walks around Doesn't or two st- yeah, one, two steps. <laughs> step. Cause
1: I'm thinking of the-, the... small wine, like- lighten- when, when we think world. of
2: someone, when I think of someone mm. who's a, da- like, just that,
1: when I think that of someone thing.
2: who actually is a dancer, like, so, so we were just doing choreography. <clears throat> I literally thought that was
0: Sierra until I realized what song it was. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> no, do you know what? Do you know what? I will say with Sweetie, I res- I respect that she's actually trying to try now She's trying. It's just, do you know what it is? I think she just needs to find her. No, 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 it's not even that. She needs to find the right choreographer for her because when she's dancing, and I think it's the outfit as well, like when she's dancing, sometimes it looks very awkward. And I see that she's trying, like genuinely she's worked on it. It's there, like the moves are there, but then she just looks a bit like, like something's going a bit wrong. So I respect her for trying though, and I respect her for bringing, obviously the originators on stage as well. I think she... It was a good try. There's a, as You know when we all say A for effort, like genuinely the effort, like I would yeah, stamp yeah. it, you know, give her a like nice glass of wine after and say you did well. But obviously she just needs to find her choreographer. A glass of wine. That's it. Just like, sweet, you did well, you know. Respect, respect, the budget was there. But yeah, I just need her to get the right choreographer. Then she'll be great. Not on the bar front, as shop just highlighted, but on the performance front. And I respect that she's trying to bring back that essence of a true, package on stage. So, you know, well done for her for trying. I hope she does genuinely try and write and get better. But um well done. My type is doing quite well. So you enjoy. Enjoy the moment.
1: Do you think this um Quavo and Sweetie situation?
0: PR PR, pr 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 PR. PR. Maybe they're growing to love each other. Maybe the sex is great, the sex part of it. But um, I think genuinely it was it was staged. It was, it was a PR relationship. Mm. Yeah. Cause
1: they're on camera a lot.
0: Yeah, they saw Cardi and you know, they saw that relationship, but, and then they were like, who's free? Come on, get it. Both of you get the bag together.
1: Cause I noticed that Quavo seems to be in a lot of like female rapper spaces recently, like mm. the Nicki Minaj rumor that was going around mm. and the Saweetie thing. Um, find it fairly interesting to be mm. honest
0: to see what that's about sweetie looks like she's good in bed i'm not going to resort female rap just to that actually i'm not going to do that but like she she's got great sexual chemistry right there like when she, there was a clip i'm sure you've seen it with her and quavo Woo! <laughs> let's get the Uber bit. Let's get the Uber. Much more
2: believable than Camilla show. and Sean Mendes. Oh, yeah,
0: th- that's what I'll say. They're doing a good job. They're mm. doing a really good job at it, actually. If it is a PR relationship. That is definitely Olivia a Pope,
2: job. not Cooking Lion. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that Sean Mendes one is tired. But yes, I'm done with the awards. Anything else you want to bring up? Any more for any more?
1: Um, I just want to say BET need to improve on these names because they're very very vague and I don't know what the majority of people have won to be honest mm. um, and the people that they've nominated a lot of them don't make sense I don't understand why DJ Khaled is in an award for um, producing producing, and also best dressed mm. or like catches your eye <laughs> that doesn't make any catch sense catch your you look whatever jeans are always overflowing over his trainers so I just don't understand and actually I'm not let me know Say so, um, it off air. Yeah. Um, I actually want to ask Nick a question, or Chope if he wants to jump in can I just say before you
0: ask this shout out to Shay Lingo killed it shout yes, out to Mark yes, for the UK freestyle yes, 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 uh, for yes. the cypher you fucking killed yes. it shout out to Dosh, she did a good job too on the states like you all killed it Shay Lingo you're getting great but we have to spot this. that Shay. Shea was yeah. incredible stand out stand out stand out stand out stand out very proud of where he's at in his career um, and his
2: new song is good too if you guys haven't heard it it's song called Distance mm-hmm. it's a banger that came out a few days ago produced by Kadiata mm-hmm. as well really
1: good um, song question. The question I had was in relation to the Rihanna Vogue situation. So I didn't oh, yeah. really understand.
2: Oh, interesting. I'm definitely not speaking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dear. Um,
1: here we go. Okay, so just to give some background, <sighs> there was an interviewer. I can't remember her name. Nick, do you remember her name? I don't. No. So there's an interviewer who, it, who went to go interview Rihanna for Vogue magazine. You know Vogue. And the very first opening for the article um, was I haven't researched for this article um, and speaking to my journalist friends, um, I won't say who they are, a few of them were upset at the fact that that was included in the copy. I just wanna understand, and I think a few people would benefit from understanding why that would be annoying for journalists, especially music journalists, so.
0: Okay, um, so her name is Abby Aguirre. She's apparently a seasoned journalist in the industry. Um, So this is an interview that was released on October 9th at 9.35 a.m. for Vogue, Um, and it's a cover story. So uh, just for context, that is kind of, yeah, the parameters around this. So what initially triggered me, and I wasn't the original one who screenshot it, actually. It was a screenshot on Twitter, and I was like, wait, this is a part of the interview because I plan to read it later, actually. But um, I was like, okay, cool. So the more I thought about it, I was just like, we are in an industry where it's a freelancer market right now. Literally, staff jobs are hard to get. And even if you do get them, they're not safe. As we've seen with the likes of BuzzFeed last year, cutting their staff, as well as a host of other publications, just cutting their staff at really short notice and people losing their jobs on the spot. I just think in the luxury that you have as probably a... Actually, I'm not gonna assume, I don't think she's, no, I think she is a staff writer actually. um, In the esteemed position you are in as a staff writer, I think having the luxury of getting a cover, not only a cover story, but a cover story with one of the biggest artists in different fields, in music and fashion, in entertainment right now, such as Rihanna, um, and you not having prepared for your interview, um, and not only that, but centering the interview around yourself, it's an interview with Rihanna, not an interview with yourself, um, is quite unprofessional, I would say, to say the least. And I would say-
1: Can I ask for more of a breakdown? Just sorry to interrupt I am gonna
0: break it down, I am. Okay. I would say that I get, and there was a lot of context, a lot of editors saying things of both pro for and against um, on the quote tweet of what I put out, but I would say that, This interview has been scheduled and rescheduled a number of times, which she highlighted in the article as well. I would say that gives you the time to prepare questions. I've had many an interview where they're after work, which is my nine to five, which isn't journalism because I'm a freelance journalist, where I've had to prepare the questions in short time periods, but I still get the job done. And I still make sure I research the artist enough to get the depth from them. I still listen to the artist. I still absorb some of their content, both past and present. Um, And I just come to an interview prepared because I'm not getting to an interview to be called out and to be made to look unprofessional. And then I always record my interviews and then go back on them and write them up. I think it's disrespectful because she didn't prepare. She said she just had enough time for a shower. and then made her way to the hotel. During the time of your walk, you can multitask. During the time of your Uber ride, you can multitask. There's loads of periods for you to get short amount of things done to rectify the situation, or at least be somewhat prepared. Now, yeah and I would just say a lot of people are insulted by that because you're getting paid a lot of money because it's a headline story it's a cover story sorry um not only a cover story for Vogue at that who have the budget and have the parameters for photo sheets for all this kind of stuff so they will make sure she's paid um just because it's Vogue um and I think she it's insulting because she's actually a seasoned journalist this isn't someone they're just giving a big shot to and they've fucked up um and I think it's insulting on the editor's part to have included it and I think there are two sides to this because some people argued that it made the interview more endearing it made it more personable it brought it down to a level which i completely get um but i think to the journalists who are reading it and to even some of her colleagues it's probably insulting to have read that i didn't prepare for an interview with one of the biggest artists in music and entertainment and fashion as well today right now so i think having done more research could have given you more scope more conversational areas could have got made you get to know rihanna a bit more could have given the audience the people who are consuming vogue a little bit more um was the interview wholly bad i would say she covered what she needed to cover but what i would say is that that part of the interview was a was centering yourself and there were other elements in the interview where she centered herself and I feel like that is another practice where it's down to the editor to have made that choice on an editorial decision to make it not about the journalists and more about Rihanna. And that was another critique I saw coming through too. So those are my qualms of her and not preparing for an interview with the biggest artist in the world. Even if you had those questions and you start, you were in presence of her and decided to abandon them, at least you had the option. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you could have even, that would make a more compelling choice. That would make the interview a bit more personal because it's then like I had the options, but I'm like, I'm in front of Rihanna, I'm going to freestyle it. But at least you were prepared and you had the option. You always have to have the option as a journalist. You never know what could happen now Rihanna did say aren't we all winging it because she said I'm, I'm winging it that gave us the kind of context that she didn't have the questions but Rihanna could have turned around and cancel that interview that could have blocked Vogue's bag and Vogue's plans to photoshoot her later on to support the interview that could have been a detrimental decision she said to have told her that and to actually not have had the material there so I think she I don't feel she, I don't feel like she even realized the gravitas of the situation that she kind of just did she actually jeopardized the brand there and she jeopardized her profile as a journalist there and her career and she's probably blocked a couple of bags actually that probably come up on a freelance front so that's my opinion on it i completely get freestyling an interview if you feel that that's the choice but you need to have the options there in my opinion i would always have the options there to then go actually the mood of this place isn't it's not feeling right to go on a strategic route let's just freestyle it and get to know like i think there's been a dmx interview where someone chose to do that and just go free verse and ask off off palette but there's even some interviewers who ask a couple questions that they have prepared and then go off tangent. That happens a lot. And the conversation, you never know what someone's gonna say that might spark different conversations, but you need to have your foundation there. You need to get ready and always have options there. It's like going to work with the blazer, but without the shirt. Like, what are you doing? That's my opinion.
1: Okay, so just to kind of break down and understand what you're saying, was the main issue the fact that A, it was included in the copy by the editor but B also the fact you don't turn up to an interview like that without research. Yeah. That's mainly it. Yeah. Okay. I understand that. It's journalistic
0: principles in my yeah. opinion. And that's what distinguishes a great journalist from someone who's just not taking their job seriously. Yeah. And in my opinion. Do you also
1: think she came from a slightly <clears throat> more comfortable position? Because you know Vogue is the readership for that is huge. Also yeah. people that read yeah. that as well. Um yeah i just found it fairly interesting because obviously Mm. i'm not a journalist Mm. so for me it was like if the interview was good does it make a difference but i guess from a journalist's perspective, it could be quite lazy. It's like someone doing your job with no research or no history of ever doing it before, but still getting the job ahead of you.
0: And it's what it's, a, it's what it's about. What it could lead to. So yeah. imagine this reception was quite well. Oh, who cares? We're in the market where everyone can just do what they want. That could allow her to get lazy. Not every character is going to appreciate that you don't have questions in front of them to ask. What the fuck is that? Because then they'll they could be in, As I said, in this instance, Rihanna could have been you know, herself maybe in 2012, where she's like, no, you need to come prepared or I'm not gonna answer these questions then. And then what, you've blocked the bag, you've blocked the headline up So who's gonna be your cover star now? Mm. Who's gonna be the cover star for September? Um, what are we, October? Who's gonna be the cover star for October or November? Well, however they work. But I think it's just very important to always show up prepared even if it's like five skeleton questions depending on what type of interview it is and then you fill out the rest and record that and make sure that's there for you to reference back to i just think it's very insulting for people who spend weeks hours preparing for big interviews i know a host of people who would take the time to prepare a week in advance two weeks in advance Shopee someone who don't continue no, who springs to mind in terms of preparing for stuff. That's all I want to say. He prepares preparation for the main course and he always prepares. He's always diligent in that respect. So I think when it comes, Alex, Alex Reese, a journalist, always prepares for what he's got to do. You know, there's so many different people that I can call to mind who have preparation for the main event. And I would never insult this newly this new industry that I find myself in now by Not going to an interview prepared. Always, it's about
1: respecting the craft.
0: And I work a nine to five, which is in a completely different. I will make the time. Mm. 30, 40, 50 minutes of my lunch, if I was like, oh shit, I have an interview today, didn't even know. I will make sure that I come to, the iPad will be full of questions, I'm telling you right now. Mm. It will be full of questions, different forms of questions, the music, societal stuff. With someone like Rihanna, there's so many intricate levels you can get to. She's been so many different places. She's done so many different things. She's at the apex of her career right now. There's so, she's just transitioned into fashion. There's so many different layers that we could have got to if she prepared there's okay. so many different layers, but that that was my gripe with it. Um, as long as she learns from it, that's great. I hope she does learn from it. Um, and I hope people aren't sending her death threats because we don't need to get to that level. It's literally just a critique thing. People critique, not slander and throw hate to, in terms of like hateful mental health stuff to someone. So I hope that's all it was. It was a critique, that's it. That's all I want it to be and stay
1: as, that's it. Okay, that works um so yeah guys that was download the stands just to let you know we're on vero now um so we're on it's spelled v-e-r-o um, you can find it on the app store um we're on instagram we're on twitter they're all under d-a-t-s-p-o-d um please remember to rate the podcast um we received some feedback lately um recently sorry from someone in america which was really nice to hear definitely encouraged us to come to this recording um prepared research and everything um but yeah thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next week peace Bye.